afternoon, former NRL star Jared Hayne will spend at least the next two years in jail. The 35-year-old Dallium winner has been sentenced to four years and nine months behind bars for raping a woman on the NRL grand final night in 2018. Hayne watched proceedings from Silverwater Prison. His sentence backdated because of the nine months he's already served. Police officers using the sentence to praise the victim for coming forward. She certainly much braver than she believes, certainly much stronger than she seems, and she's certainly much smarter than she thinks. Hayne will be eligible for parole in May 2025. The federal government has slammed Peter Dutton as divisive and dishonest after the opposition leader intensified his warnings on migration during his budget reply speech. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwati has the details from Canberra. Yes, good afternoon. Peter Dutton has doubled down on his attacks, accusing the Labor government of ignoring the working class of Australia. In a wide-ranging budget reply speech, the opposition leader promised to lower taxes and power bills, committing to add nuclear power to Australia's energy mix. And while he once again slammed the government's forecasts of 1.5 million migrants arriving over the next five years, Mr Dutton would not specify what he thinks thinks the migration intake should be. I think you should uh, look at what's served us well uh, in the past, both under Labor and Liberal governments, um, and particularly when it's done in a managed way. You're bringing 6,000 people a week extra in. I just don't understand where those people are going to live. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the migration forecast in his budget is not the government's immigration target. It's recognition that students and working migrants are coming back quicker than expected. We need some honesty here from the opposition. You know, once again, uh, Peter Dutton is playing the usual divisive and dishonest politics uh, when it comes to population. It's not a government policy. It's not a government target. In his budget reply, Peter Dutton wouldn't support or oppose the government's $40 a fortnight increase to job seeker. He did, however, offer an alternative, saying the unemployed should be able to work more without losing benefits. Hello, hi, Anthony. The Prime Minister, who was visiting an aged care centre in Sydney today, spruiking his government's pay rise for workers, says he's looking at reforming Centrelink's employment services. There are many job vacancies. Uh, there are people who need and want work. How is it that the system isn't working to get those people into employment? There was bipartisanship on other policies. The opposition will support the government's increase to the doctor's bulk billing incentive. Thank you, Jen. After a massive industrial campaign, the Premier has outlined plans to give frontline public servants a pay rise above their wages cap. While it's welcome news for nurses in the public system, it's prompted private hospital nurses to take industrial action. Amelia Brace reports. Well, this is not how these nurses wanted to spend International Nurses Day. Walking off the job at two major Sydney private hospitals, frustrated by stalled negotiations over staffing ratios and fair pay. They absolutely have to be in there competing and they have to be making sure that their staff see the value in working for them and providing the good quality care to their uh, customers. Rubbing salt in the wounds is the progressing negotiations in the public sector. Premier Chris Minns has already committed to nurse to patient ratios and today finally detailed a timeline for lifting the wages cap that has limited pay rises. We've been in power for about seven weeks 
and there are 400,000 public sector workers in New South Wales. I've never pretended it would be easy. I believe there's a pathway through and we've started. The Premier marked International Nurses Day by meeting new graduates at Westmead Hospital. There's a record number of new nurses joining state hospitals in Western Sydney this year. This cohort of 520, part of the more than 3,600 graduating across the state. For us that means that we will have a minimal vacancy rate, so our permanent vacancy rate is down under 4%, which is really low turnover rate for nursing, so it's actually we're in a really, really strong position. The Premier conceding the state will need to recruit even more nurses to meet his election commitments. A Sydney court's been told a 44-year-old man held police at bay for three hours yesterday after shooting at three men working inside his home. Andrew Denny reports. Well, we're learning more about yesterday's three-hour siege at Condell Park that ended with Khalid El-Sayed being arrested by tactical police. It's alleged the 44-year-old pulled out a pistol and shot at three tradesmen who were performing work inside the home, a bullet hole clearly visible through a back window. Police say those men were forced to hide inside a bathroom before jumping out of a window to escape. That is when police arrived and the situation developed into a standoff. Officers scaling fences and roofs of neighbouring homes calling for El Syed to give himself up. I couldn't even get into my driveway and they said that something was going on at the back house. Um, then I went upstairs, I noticed that there was a SWAT team in my backyard um, and then they had guns, I freaked out a bit. Now, police say Khalid El Sayed was the subject of a firearms prohibition order, and that's one of the reasons they weren't taking any chances. He's now facing nine serious charges, including breaching that FPO, possessing an unregistered firearm, intimidation, and drug supply. Officers allegedly locating 2.3 kilograms of methamphetamine inside the home. His lawyer made no application for bail here at court today. His case returns next month. Andrew Denny there.